the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. Earlier this week, I saw a flyer advertising swimming classes for toddlers and infants. Uh, Four months and up, they can learn to swim. While it made me shiver to think of swimming in this weather, or uh, indoors or out, it reminded me of years ago when I, I went to the McBurney YMCA, and it was not the old building on 23rd, but the newer building on 14th, which was built sort of around a large swimming pool. And so in this newer YMCA, they had had made it so that you could sort of get views of various spaces, no matter what space you were in. So you could be um, using an elliptical machine and watch a basketball game and the swimmers at the same time. And so for, for people like me who get bored exercising, it was a great place because there was always something to watch or somebody else to, to notice. Um, I noticed after a little while that if I went really early on certain days of the week, I could watch the toddlers learn to swim. They really should have sold tickets to it. It was so much fun watching this whole drama of life as some of these little teeny tiny babies took to the water and they were like tadpoles, you know, off they went. Um, Others, it was the ultimate punishment to put them near water. And so you saw all sorts of things play out between a parent and child and among siblings. Um, I've thought of those little kids learning to swim as I tried to think about today's scripture readings. Um, this, this first Sunday after the Epiphany, which focuses on the baptism of Jesus. Um, many people might wonder, why did Jesus need to be baptized? If baptism has to do with sin and Jesus wasn't sinful, um, baptism is about more than sin. Um, it's about uh, humility. It's about being one of humanity, about stepping into the river of life, if you will. And so Jesus chooses to be one among many by being baptized just like everybody else. I think of those little babies and baptism because there are some similarities. Thank goodness we're not doing a baptism today. That would be cruel in this weather, though we do use heated water usually. But often a baptism involves water and tears and babies and parents trying to do a helpful thing, but not always coming, uh, coming to where they need to be with that. Um, as I think about baptism, Jesus's and our own, I think of those babies learning to swim. The church encourages us to remember our baptism, but, but what does that mean exactly? Um, Especially if we were baptized as children, if we were baptized as infants, then we don't remember it really. It would be like those children learning to swim. They won't remember the classes. They'll simply grow up knowing how to swim. Uh, Many of us have grown up in and around churches, and we don't remember our baptism, but we know what it is to swim. We know what it is to to live um, in some semblance of faith. Uh, 
It's a similar thing in our Christianity. The memory fades, but the practice remains. There's another similarity, I think, between those little kids learning to swim and baptism. If you think about those babies at the YMCA, none of them chose to learn to swim. And often it's that way with baptism in the church. Parents decide that a child is to be baptized. The babies at the Y did not have parents who decided to allow them to grow up and read and research whether one might best navigate water with a paddle or motor or physical means of swimming. Instead, they just got them to learn to swim. Christian parents do the same thing. Baptism is not a magic spell cast over a newborn to protect her or him from an evil eye. But instead, baptism is the beginning. It's a free gift. It's a sacrament. It's an opening of the life of faith that will then come. In the back of our prayer book is a catechism that reminds us that a sacrament is an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace given by Christ as sure and certain means by which we receive that grace. And so going further, the catechism says holy baptism is the sacrament by which God adopts us as his children and makes us members of Christ's body, the church, and inheritors of the kingdom of God. It's interesting who's doing the action in that definition of baptism. Um, Not the child, not the adult, not the parent, um, not the parent or the grandparent or the aunt or the uncle, not even the church, but it's God. Uh, Baptism is God's initiative. It's God's decision. It's God's action. It's God's moving toward us. It's the sacrament by which God adopts us as children and God makes us members of his body. At Christmas, we celebrated the birth of a baby, the child of God, who is God in the flesh, Emmanuel, God among us, God with us. On Epiphany, yesterday with the Church Universal, we proclaimed that God is is not only for us, but for all people represented by the three kings that come from all over the place to meet Jesus in the manger. Um, The epiphany points to God's goodness for all people of every stripe or persuasion. And then today the scriptures ask us to focus on Jesus's being baptized by John, not so much because Jesus needed to be made holy through baptism, but because through baptism... Jesus is able to make us holy. He makes us holy through water, water that's animated by the Holy Spirit. In baptism, we're changed and we're challenged and and then we're compelled. Um, We're changed to start with. We're changed from dry to wet, sure enough. And as we move forward, we leave an old life behind. This is a symbol we can return to as long as we live. At his baptism, God says to Jesus, You are my child, my beloved. With you I am well pleased. God says the same thing to each one of us. You are my child. 
you are my beloved, in whom I am well pleased. It's our inauguration, it's our commissioning, it's our call to be on on to be part of the family of God. We're changed, but we're also challenged in baptism. Certainly the cold of the water smacks us in the face. The strangeness of it all, people looking on, the odd priest scooping us out of our parents' arms or pouring water over our head. But just as a stone that's thrown into water disturbs our lives and the lives of those around, it ripples, it ripples through time. If others get close to us, they'll get wet as well. Our baptism will naturally spill over. Being baptized challenges us in the way we make our decisions, in the way we spend money, in the way we treat people, in the way we live our lives. And finally, baptism compels us to share the gift, to offer water to others, to teach others to swim, if you will. We offer baptismal hope when we bring someone to church, when we volunteer in the spirit of Christ, when we extend a hand, when we share a kind word. We do all of this physically through ministries and mission, but we also do it spiritually as as simply as when we help others hear that there is a source of water, that there is a God of love that there is a God who will never, ever let us sink. Tilden Edwards is an Episcopal priest in Washington, D.C. He was one of the founders of a place called the Shalem Institute for Spiritual Formation. Um, And Tilden often speaks of, of leaning back into the presence of God. It's a wonderful image, but it's also a practice And if you ever see Tilden in a room, you can see him almost doing that, almost playing with gravity as he kind of leans back. Um, It's his way of reminding himself that God has his back, that God will catch him. And so he leans into the power and the presence and the love of God. It's a part of remembering his baptism It's a little like resting in the water, like trusting the water to buoy us or hold us up. Trusting our baptism that we've learned to stay afloat. And there are a multitude of saints around us to guard us and to extend a hand should we need it. On this day, we give thanks for the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ for for showing us in so many ways that he is one of us, as human as we are, for his becoming like us so that we might be like him. And we also give thanks for our own baptism, especially as the memory of baptism continues to claim us, to challenge us, and to compel us outwards into the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.